All right, it's another episode of Headliners. It's, it's April 12th, 2019. Today we're talking about, yeah, whatever. Today we're talking about uh, a little bit of Office Space. Uh, Adam Sandler's in the SNL, and we're going to talk about a bunch of Disney stuff coming out. So uh, let's get into it. Ladies and gentlemen, could I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. I've seen three movies in my life. Bridge on the River Kwai, Patton, and Herbie Fully Loaded. You serious, Clark? I always tell it through. Is that your thing? You come into a bar, you read some obscure passage, and then pretend you, you pawn it off as your own? Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? Did that go the way you thought it was going to go? Nope. 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 All right. Uh, last weekend's box office, April 5th through the 7th. Opening up weekend, uh, number one, Shazam! Exclamation point. Open up at $53 million, which is kind of disappointing considering it's a $100 million budget. Uh, number two, Pet Cemetery, We're coming at 24.5. Third place is Dumbo with 18.2. Fourth is Us at 13.7. And in fifth place, we're the top five, is Captain Marvel at 12.4. Uh, Not No, just to mention it, uh, the, the other new release, The Best of Enemies, the one with the KKK and the Black Lady. Yeah. Sixth place. Nice. Ooh. Like a distant six, so but it made half its budget back already. Good for them. Yeah, but I mean, it was like so. Fifth place, Captain Marvel's twelve point four million. Sixth place is best of any enemies four point four. Yeah, and quickly because I know we're never going to talk about Shazam on this podcast, but I saw it, and I feel like some of our listeners probably saw it. So I'm going to give a quick review on it. It sure. was very mediocre, way too long. I'm rating it a seventy-one out of a hundred and a two popcorn. Two popcorn. Yes. The first two acts are so slow and so boring that, like, by the time it got to the fun act, like, the third act is legitimately good. I just didn't care anymore, though. I just wanted to be out of the theater. I didn't even stay for the post-credit scenes. And I always sit through the credits. That's that's that's, that's a tough look, because Shazam was supposed to be a popcorn movie. Yeah. I rate it in just out of the DCEU. I rate it just above Batman vs. Superman and below Man of Steel. I mean, that's obviously... So it's like right good. in the middle. Yeah, it, it's not good, but it's yeah. right in the middle of the DCEU. Looks All right. awful. Well, that's like says you, but... No, it yeah, looks awful. A... No, but that that's... You no, don't, like, have a good you don't like superhero movies. Yeah, but that's fine. I can look at the stills of Thor and be like, oh, that's a movie at least. Or, yeah. Oh, or yeah, no, Captain it, Marvel with Brie Larson looked like a good movie. This looks awful. This looks like um, Jingle All the Way. Yeah, no, yeah. that's a, a great analogy. Yeah. When I saw that the the movie still has come out, I never heard of Shazam. I, I I'm not that into those comic books, but when I heard it. I was okay. I saw this guy with a big fucking yellow lightning ball. I was like, this is a joke, right? Well, th- that is like part of the bit of him because he he's a 14 year old kid who gets these powers. Yeah, I so understand Shazam's that. supposed to look like how a kid would imagine a superhero looks. Yeah, but then when which is why said, he looks like outrageous proportions. He's super big, has like a glowing lightning bolt. Yeah, but they said like wait till you see all all done up in CG. It's gonna look so much better. And it I mean, does, it, it, this, it, like he doesn't look horrible in the movie. It's just the movie is boring. It's just a bad suit. It's a bad yeah. look. Yeah, yeah, it looks bad. It does. <laughs> okay, Jimmy, why don't you go listen to the uh, headlines? There's big news, Adam McKay. And Will Ferrell are separating, going separate ways. They've been a tandem forever. 
and have made comedies for guys our age, like all our formative years. Like mm-hmm. basically, yeah. They were like who's like some some people have the National Lampoon. Like my dad might be National Lampoon or Jim Belushi, like Animal House. Like Will Ferrell, Adam McKay. That is, yeah, our like generation, and I think. They've started to suck, so it's kind of maybe for the best that they go their separate ways. Well, they're they, they're aging out, I think. Well, I think this is because Adam McKay's, but he did Vice, he did Big Short, Big Short, and so like he wants to lean more into his serious side. And the last movie they just did was Holmes and Watson, which looked like shit and was shit by all accounts. And so I think they're just like, well, clearly we don't have the magic anymore. Let's just call this yeah, quits. I think that was a, a they have a lot of things that they have to do still, though. I think a, a couple projects they have to finish. But I mean, it's kind of wild. I read it and I was like, oh, wow, because everyone loves I, yeah, the sequels. I was a little sad over this. Adam McKay has been behind the camera. They met at Saturday Night Live, right? So, I didn't know mm-hmm. they got hired the same day. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. They made a lot of movies that I'm going to love forever. Yeah. yeah. Did you like running running down the list of of things throughout the whole article was just like mind blowing. I mean, I always knew that they were a part of it, but stacking them one on top of the other, it's just like that's co- read it beyond the career. Do you have All it? Right. I do. Okay, so uh, Anchorman, Talladega Nights, Step Brothers, the other guys. I'll scroll down further here. Um, well, they also um, started Funny or Die, which is yes, yeah, the massive website. hit, drunk website. history. Drunk History, all these spinoffs came from that. Uh, it's got an HBO Succession. show. Succession. Yeah. Uh, uh, Eastbound and Down, one of my all-time favorites. Zach Val- the the Between Two Ferns. Yep. Yep. Um, scrolling some more. Oh, everyone's favorite, uh, Daddy's Home. <laughs> I actually didn't hate that. But that was that was kind of like on the back end. That's, that's when they were slipping a little bit. Yeah. That was the start of their decline, I think. Yeah. I mean, I'm just, yeah. I mean, I'm still trying to skim. They're Old all hidden. They're, I they're, think they're peppered everywhere, and it's just these guys are like extremely talented. And I'll be honest, I didn't know that they were Gary Sanchez. Yeah, that's the name of their production company is Gary Sanchez. I always, I always saw the Gary Sanchez label, like that little logo comes up before movies. I didn't realize that was like Will Ferrell's and Adam Case thing. Pretty funny. Me neither. Pretty funny name for just a production company. I wonder why they named it that. They probably thought it was funny. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> and then uh, I think they, they had yeah, uh, a when they formed this uh, company, they were like our age. They were probably like, ah, yeah. it's a stupid funny name. And then they 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 had an uh, offspring from that for an all woman movie called Gloria Sanchez, which is equally funny. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah, these guys are talented. I'm, I'm. It's it's good that they're separating. I think it's they they understand they they're really self aware that they they don't have their fastball anymore and they're. Uh, and I like that they're going to continue the projects that are like already in like succession. They're not canceling that. They're going to continue to make it with HBO. And more importantly, they're going to continue to be friends. Yeah. I don't, you hate to see a a friendship break up over this. So so that's good. So last, last headliners, I went down the list of everything. Seth Rogen has coming out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm looking at Will Ferrell's right now. He's got one, a movie coming out called downhill which this is the plot line. It's a remake of a Swedish movie, but it says a family on a winter vacation is rattled in the aftermath of a diverted avalanche during which the father behaved cowardly. (laughs) Okay. 
So it's like, okay, this might be really dumb. The cast isn't that bad. It's got Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Uh, Louis it's got Zach Woods. And I don't know who Miranda Otto is. No oh, idea. Oh, I know her face. Send it through the chat. Uh, it's called... Just uh, her face, I mean. Let's work at Google. Miranda. Miranda Otto. Otto. She's Lord from of the Rings. She's from 24. She's from Homeland. Um, all right, she's, anyway. Yeah, but she's annoying. The, what I'm excited about is this is a uh, Nat Foxen and Jim Rash movie. And I love those two guys. Who are they? Jim Rash is the bald, skinny guy from uh, Community. He, oh. They, they made The Descendants with George Clooney, and they made The Way, Way Back, which is one of my favorite movies with Steve Carell. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited for this. He's really funny in Community. Really funny. Really. Yeah. That could be good. Yeah. And then the next one is Eurovision, which is a film based on the long-running international TV music competition, the Eurovision Song Contest. No idea what that is. Will Ferrell's the only one to be in it. And then listen to the title of this one. And it's an Adam McKay movie. The movie it's called the movie is called The 100-Year-Old Man Who Climbed Out the Window and Disappeared. I mean, I wonder what the like plot the of that man who killed Hitler and then the Bigfoot. So I'm not going to judge it too hard on the title. It's based off a book by Jonas Johan- Johansson. Good writer. But all right, so there's they got some stuff that they still have to do. So, yeah, they said lawyers would get involved for to finish out the projects because I can imagine if you're like if your project is being headed by Gary Sanchez, you might have some doubts in their uh, motivation at this point. Oh, the hundred-year-old man has a trailer. What? Oh. Is it just cool. someone flipping through a book? No, it looks like a real trailer, like cool. with actors and stuff. Well, well, we're send gonna... it through so we can watch that later. Yeah, we'll have to check that out. I mean, we can Google it, Dave. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna forget to Google it. Okay. <laughs> no, this isn't okay. So they made this movie in 2014, and they're doing their own version now. Weird. Okay, yeah, that's that's like really close to be making a remake. Yeah, really close. Anyway, maybe that's a new thing. I just tell you, uh, an actor, we like all their movies coming up. I, mean, I, I don't, like I don't hate it. Yeah, I, I like that. It's I actually, I actually love doing that. Like I've been doing that for years. <laughs> I can tell you, you're really natural at it. <laughs> I, I just go look. Like Jack Black and Will Ferrell, I would always look because they always had so much going on. Jack Black doesn't have a lot going on anymore, though. Mm. Okay, well. Next one on the list. I, I had to add this in. We were originally going to talk about this more, but it's 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 a book. We, we, there was an article uh, or a, a yeah article posted on the Ringer about uh, Office Space. It's it's turning twenty this week. Twenty years ago, it came out, and it was weird for me because I was thinking a lot about this movie last night before even seeing this, and it was I think it was just up late and like just way off thinking. Did the main character in Office Space? Did he was he hypnotized the entire movie? Yeah. Does he ever, like, snap out of it? Is that the whole thing? Like, this guy is just hypnotized, and that's why his life is getting better, and then sometime he's, someone's going to snap his fingers, and he's going to In what mo- to- In Office Space? Yeah. I haven't watched Office Space with an adult brain, so I watched it when I was in high school, so it didn't resonate. Like, I didn't care. Oh, if you've ever worked in a corporate office, it's an amazing movie. I know. Oh, yeah. I know. It's- I'm just... I didn't... I didn't by the time I watched it. I need to rewatch it like now. So yeah, it's I, he, Yeah, I, I just don't remember if he ever snaps out near the end of the movie. No, he, he never does. 
he never does. And is that like supposed to be our message here? Like, is he never gonna like snap out of this hypnotism? Is this all fake? I was I was really tired and awake, so you know, I was really this is the thing to think about. But anyways, um, they had, the Ringer put out an oral history of, of it, and honestly, go check it out. It's probably like a forty-five minute read. There's a lot in there. But the people who like auditioned for this thing was insane. They originally wanted Matt Damon for the lead. Yeah, I saw that Ben Affleck. It was a big, big cast. Um, and the guy who played uh, Lawrence, Larry, the, the next door neighbor, he went into the audition and he was like, "All right, I'm going to play this like I'm uh, Owen Wilson because I just saw a movie with Owen Wilson. He was really funny, so I'm going to try and mimic him." And so he's sitting outside and uh, out walks Owen Wilson before him. <laughs> 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 so he was like, "Oh shit! Well, I gotta uh, do an audible here." So, and then he came up with that that character on the fly and crushed that, it. That character was basically just his character from the Drew Carey show, right? No, 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 no. Much different. Pretty different, yeah. Just yeah. Tra- just trashier. Way trashier. Way. Yeah. Okay. All right. It, uh, it's like it's like he was pretending to be a wrestler. I think. Yeah. It I works. Don't know. Yeah. So yeah, they, but also, uh, so Owen Wilson and Vince Vaughn were up for that role, and Billy Bob Thornton. But Billy Bob Thornton was gonna get it, but he wanted five million dollars for it, and they're like, "Well, that's our entire budget, so get the fuck out." Yeah, I was like, "That's not a big budget movie." No, it was actually, and it was also like a, a major flop when it first came out. Yeah, I was gonna say, I think the biggest star in it at the time was Ron Livingston, no. and he wasn't even that big. Jennifer Aniston. Wasn't this before? Oh, I guess this was right. This was like mid friends, so she was. Yes, she was. She was the, definitely the headliner, because Ron Livingston was a nobody. Still yeah. kind of when, when when he was what? He's not a draw. Oh, what? He's not a dr- no, he's not a draw, but he's not a nobody. Like, I mean, I, I, yeah. him now. I like him because I love some movies that he's been in, but no one's like, oh, Ron Livingston. No, you're right. No, I, I didn't really remember his name until like last year. <laughs> he's he's, he's always been the, the office based guy who was in the uh, Band of Brothers. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I that's how exactly. I describe him. Now he's I from love the, him. now people will know him as Flagpin from the man who killed Hitler and then the Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's always great in what he does. He is. He's just not a he's a good supporting actor, I feel yeah. like. And what sold him on this was what's what sold the, the directors was the fact that everyone was coming in reading the lines like they're miserable, depressed people who hated the jobs. And he said, no, I, I just wanted to be like, oh, I'm, I'm miserable because I'm, I'm lucky to have this job. I just hate it, and I can't do any better. Which is a different, like a way deeper level of depression. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Go check right. it out. Like, seriously, read it. I'm going to read the whole thing. I, I'm skimming it, but yeah, it's really interesting. For sure. We'll, oh. we'll post a link to it on the site, too. So. Check yes. the site tomorrow and, or today when you're listening to this, and we will have a link to the site up. Shout out today. But Adam Sandler, former cast member of SNL, is returning on May 4th to host for the first time. And did you guys read the whole thing about this? Yeah, why? He hasn't come back because for so long he felt like he wasn't mentally quick enough to keep up with like younger people who were like that hungry for comedy anymore. And then his stand up last year that we talked about, we all raved about it is like what made him like when he was working on an act for that is what made him realize like, no, I I've still got it when I try hard. Mm. He was on Conan's podcast and it's an awesome episode. I listened to it twice. Mm-hmm. 
He comes off very much, which is weird because he's made so many bad movies. Um, and and the movies are so bad late, lately that it seems like he doesn't care. He comes off like he truly cares and puts a lot of effort into his comedy. I yeah. think that's what he does. Like, he puts effort into his comedy, not his movies. Because he's even said before, he's like, um, yeah, I'm getting paid to take vacations with my best friends. You wouldn't do these? It's true. So, like, I think that level is there, but for comedy... That's what he started out as, and that's what he still loves. I don't know. If he sees himself in that movie, uh, That's My Boy, his comedy was absolute dog shit. But no, that, that's not what I'm saying. Like, I know, but I'm just, I'm just saying like, he, he was, he like was trying to make people laugh like in his character. He's got to drop those fucking voices. They, yeah, they worked <laughs> well, I don't, I don't think like he does, though, because in his special, like he did some voices, and it still worked. His special is so good. It really was. I've watched it twice now since we spoke about it. So yeah. three times total. I mean, that that that, uh, that tribute to Chris Farley was a tearjerker. A gut punch. At mm-hmm. the end. Yeah. He's a talented guy. I'm, I'm excited to see him on there. I was just, I was floored that he uh, has never, never hosted. You'd think he yeah. would have. Well, they like. I mean, I'm they sure got... they've invited him back a ton and he just always turned it down. He had to be mad at them. They, they fired him. Um. Yeah, maybe. I feel like he was probably mad for like the first few years, and then he became so big and was busy, and it just didn't do it. And then he reached the point where he was like, "I'm not quick enough in comedy anymore." Wait, why? Why did they fire him? Is because he was? I thought he was too busy with his movies; they didn't have time. So they no, they go. fired that whole cast like mm-hmm. of that the, time, and really? then they they wrote a skit about it how. They were being thrown to the sharks. I think Farley was the only one that didn't get fired. There's one that didn't get fired. I think it was either Farley or Tim Meadows. Yeah. And they were all upset about it because they're all like aw- awesome. And they're loved. I don't understand. Yeah. Maybe they weren't loved at the time. Wow. Yeah. I, I don't remember that at all. I don't know why I don't know that. That's crazy. Why yeah. would they do that? I don't know. I don't, I don't we, know. All right. I'm going to. It was not time to look that I, up. I, I never watched. Saturday Night Live, and uh, I don't like Saturday Night Live, but I like documentaries about like the industry. So I watched the whole documentary about Saturday Night Live, and yeah, I got fired. Adam Sandler still doesn't understand why he and Chris Farley were fired from SNL. That's an article written recently. Maybe hmm. he'll talk about it in his monologue. Yeah, I'm trying to find out who who was who came on after them. Like, did they replace him with, like, Will Ferrell? But that's around the timeline, right? Yeah. It may have been. Hmm. Yeah, um, Ferrell and all of them may have been the next. Chris Kattan. I mean, I mean, if you fire them for that, like, Will Bill Ferrell. Yeah, but the end of the 1995 season saw a huge shakeup in the cast due to overall low ratings. NBC reportedly threatened to fire Lorne Michaels. And then they ushered in a new class of comedians, including mainstays Will Ferrell, Daryl Hammond, Sherry O'Terry, and Chris Kattan. Jim Brewer. Those are all monster names, too. But those yeah, are the especially ones that Especially for back then. Yep. Tim Meadows. Yeah. He, was, he was the one that was a holdover. Cool. That's some fun facts for you. So he told Norm McDonald on Norm's show that he was never interested in ever returning to SNL because he got fired. Why should I, he said. Um, yeah, so he, I mean, why wouldn't you have animosity? Why would you want to go back yeah. to the show that fired you? 
But it's yeah. it's funny because now it's been like almost thirty years. I can understand him wanting to go back to like have a bury the hatchet moment. Sure, but it was it's funny because Norm Macdonald he he hosted uh, one or maybe two years after he was fired. Yeah, and he, in his monologue, he was like saying, "Yeah, they didn't want me last year, but uh, they really wanted me right now. So here I am." It's funny. That's not right. cast so weird. Let's move on to new age shit like Netflix. Ow. Bang my elbow on my table. <laughs> Netflix is publishing a magazine to chase Hollywood awards. <coughs> I think this is really smart of Netflix. So Netflix gets pushed back because nobody knows what the fuck is on their site or whatever you want to call it. Platform. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No one knows the full list of shows. Nobody knows what what new shows are coming out. This there's so many websites that have blogs like what's good on Netflix right now or these things are leaving next month. Make sure you watch them. And it's like not Netflix that's procuring that news, giving you that news. It's other things. Mm-hmm. So they're making this magazine. I think it's going to be digital as well. It's a journal they're calling it. And they're just yes. going to be able to say like, "Hey, this is coming up and this is coming up and here's the behind the scenes article on this." And here's this actor, and they're going to start promoting their own shows and actors and have full lists of stuff. If they do this right, it's going to be so much better. Because It'd be cool. Yeah, I agree with you. It, it's a good idea in theory. It, I'm just hold, not going to hold my breath and like wait and see how the execution is. I mean, just like, what's wrong with the website, man? It, magazine, to me, seems a little off. I mean, its print is not a great time right now. Well, digital, remember, digital this, is, this fine, isn't, but. like he said, there's digital for Joe Schmo, us. But I feel like the general magazine isn't meant for us. It's meant for, like, Hollywood insiders. Okay. It's not meant for us. It's going to have interviews and all that stuff. I, no, the, it's going to be online, John. Oh No, I, I understand that. But, like, I just under, didn't understand why they wouldn't do, like, just, like, a website. I mean, That's what it is. Well, why, why call it a magazine? It's, just, it's also going to be a magazine. Okay. And that's the it's, word. It's like that's, Variety. You that, can pick up a copy of Variety that has like all these Hollywood insiders, or you can go to Variety.com and read like in-depth shit. Yes. Okay, that's what I need. Thank you, Dave. That 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 connects the dots. People are just using that's, the word magazine because it's a weirder headline. Okay, no, because that's exactly. I mean, I put it in here. It's not an Onion article. I was. I actually was like laughed out loud. I was like <laughs> Netflix is making a magazine. LOL. Netflix, now it makes sense. Yeah, cool. Netflix is testing different ways to promote upcoming titles to people in the industry and will distribute the publication at events it stages. Last year, the company took over a building in Los Angeles for a month. I think basically Hollywood is sick of Netflix being this big secret um, on the industry side. Like, we don't know what shows you're casting right now. We don't Seems know fair. what shows you're filming. Like, we have no idea what you're doing because Netflix whole kind of allure has been secretive for the consumer and for Hollywood. They don't want people to know their numbers. They don't want people to know what's upcoming. And everyone's like, this is kind of bullshit. Like, let us help you. Like, let like let us work with you. So, I don't know. Hmm. And they've yeah. gotten a lot of crap for not promoting their stars. Like, uh, what's a Netflix show? Uh, Santa Clarita Diet season three just came out. And I'm a big fan of season one and two. And I didn't even realize that till I was... Re- like reading a random Reddit comment the other day. Yeah. Yeah. They're not good at that. Or like um, Jessica Jones. Like they ne- that girl didn't go do like any the, published, publicizing yeah. tour. Yeah. yeah. So people, they've been getting a lot of backlash about that. So they're trying to fix it. I'll be honest. Though, it was kind of nice. So like I would, I would go on my Netflix queue and see like, oh, 
season three now available. I was like, oh, fuck, that's a nice little surprise. Sometimes it's a nice surprise. Sometimes I just feel sandbagged. Like, what the You're fuck? Right. Yes. I hate, like, I'll, a like, Sunday open night. open it up on, like, a Friday and be like, well, fuck, I have so much TV to watch now. Like, no, what's worse is able uh, to catch up. What's worse is on Sunday, you, like, you're scrolling through your feed and see someone talk about, like, oh, man, the finale was amazing. What the fuck? I didn't even know it was out. Yeah. What? This is a derailment that I'm going to do right now. I apologize, but I finished Cheers. Hey! About round time. of applause. Okay. It took six months. What shows are out right now? So I think I'm looking at it now like, okay, I need to watch AP Bio. I like that. I haven't watched any shows that have been airing. Barry. <laughs> I need to watch Barry's. that. Veep. Crashing. Veep, I have I would have, Veep would be a cheers situation. I've never seen an episode, so I'd have to start oh, from the beginning. Well, you should watch that. Ooh, I know. Have, oh, you but have I, to. You have to. Cata- catastrophe. I want to watch that. Oh, Marvelous Miss Maisel. Already watched that. I have an app here that tells me what to watch. You still have that? But I haven't checked it in a long time. I haven't checked it since that guy told us about it like two years ago. I told you about it. That guy. <laughs> anyway, that guy. So what else? What else is out right now? Um, Game of Thrones this weekend. Mm. Yeah, I'm excited yes. for that. Very. And there's so many Netflix shows I got to watch, and documentaries. Hey, did either of you guys watch the first episode of Traders? No, I was going no. to. It, I forgot. I was so excited to. But I, I just. Get... I actually saw it right before we were recording. I was watching something with the girlfriend, I... and it was came up, and I was like, "Fuck! I was supposed to watch that this week." I was going to watch it last night, but I had to go to work. It was terrible. Oh, I watched the first half of a unicorn store. How is it? Bad. Okay. Told you it looked awful. Yeah, you're right. It was, no. worth, it was worth a look. Yeah, it was worth a look, but it's it's too indie weirdo. What's happening? Dave, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, I, now I'm playing with a ball now because I almost threw it at my cat, but then I just dropped it on my computer. Jesus, dude. You're like a cat yourself. Yes. Have you guys watched the Roman Empire on Netflix? No. Yes, it's in no. season three right now, and I really want to watch that. It's a million things Never I want to watch. Never even heard of it. I think Netflix is getting to the point where people, like, it used to be, like, everyone watched the same thing, but now there's so much shit. It's like, oh, well, pick and choose. Everyone's doing their own thing now. Santa Clarita Diet was, up until season one of Santa Clarita Diet, I watched. What? Up until Can you say the word? Santa, what is it? Clarita. Now I can't say. Clarita, oh. right? Clarita. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Up until season one of Santa Clarita Diet, I watched every season of a Netflix original. I watched every Netflix original. Wow. Dude, that's, that's unsustainable. You can't do I that. I don't know if that's true because they have so many. I, 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 like I watched until I gave every Netflix original a shot. There it is. Yep. Okay. But I think I watched a bunch. Remember, I had I, we were blogging and I had a blog up on... Um, my old site that was every Netflix. I would update it and I would watch every Netflix original. I had them all mm-hmm. graded. It's not sustainable now. They're just crazy. There's too many. They crank out like six a week. Yeah. And now I got to read a fucking magazine too. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. We're going to move on. Skip. Yeah. I'm going to skip over Kim Kardashian becoming a, a lawyer because that's just dumb as fuck. And we're running long. So um, Disney, a lot of Disney news came out this week. Dave, you want to talk about Disney Plus? This came out like yeah. literally a half hour ago. Yes, so this came out last night, if you're listening to it, on Friday. Uh, They announced their streaming service. It is launching this November, November 12th. 
It's going to be $6.99 a month. You're going to have access to their entire back catalog of movies. There's going to be there also National Geographic shows, also um, Pixar things. Uh, there's going to be the Mandalorian Star Wars show and some of the Marvel shows on day one. Uh, and they're going to be adding new original content every couple of months. What uh, I'm trying to think, what else was I telling you guys before? It's <laughs> yeah, that's that's basically it. It's they're coming heavy for Netflix and the streaming market at a reasonable price. I assume you can lock it in now before yeah. they raise it in like a year or so. Seven bucks is no joke. That's that's easy. Yeah, so I I think that seven bucks is worth it just for the new content they've said is coming. Mm-hmm. But the fact that you get their entire vault too. I mean. On the article from Gizmodo, the the very opening, they have the the splash of the uh, what the home screen's gonna look like, mm-hmm. and of course it says starts off with uh, the Mandalorian, which is Boba Fett. That's gonna get every well, Star it's, Wars it's fan not geeked Boba up. Fett, but it's yeah. Well, Boba Fett's on it, right? No, that's a different. It's we're gonna split hairs over Hunter this. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Okay. No, well, it's not Boba Fett. All right. So there's a guy who looks almost identical to Boba Fett, and but it's not Boba Fett. I have a question. Yes. Yes. Does this Disney Vault include all Disney things or just animated Disney things? All, I'm assuming. It's going to be everything rated PG-13 or younger. All the mature things, like the rated R stuff they've done, is going to move on to Hulu eventually. What about, like, Remember the Titans? That'll probably be on there. And Tuck Everlasting. Yeah. Probably on there, yep. Indian of the Cupboard. On there. Airbud. Yeah. So all the Mighty Ducks, if I want to watch the Mighty Ducks, I'm only going to be able to watch them on Disney streaming now. Angels in the Outfield. That's bullshit. Big Green? (laughs) What do you mean it's bullshit? That's great. It's great. It's all in one spot. They're all leaving Netflix? They were all in one spot. It's called Netflix. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Um, Yeah, but the other thing that I forgot, they also said every single new movie that comes out after this comes, like, that's released after this service is launched the day it becomes available for like home, like you can purchase it at home or rent it at home, it will be on Disney Plus as well. Oh, that's huge. Yo, I am on a list of Disney movies from the, ni- from the 1990s. You and your fucking This lists. is insane, man. <laughs> this is yeah. crazy. Check this out. Beauty and the Beast, Newsies, Honey, I Blew Up the Kid, The Mighty Ducks, Aladdin, the Adventures of Huck Finn, Hocus Pocus, Cool Runnings, Three Musketeers, Blank Check, D2, Lion King, Angels in the Outfield, The Santa Claus, Jungle Book, Heavyweights, Man of the House, A Goofy Movie, Pocahontas, A King and King Arth- A Kid in King Arthur's Court, The Big Green, Toy Story, Muppets, Homeward Bound, James and the Giant Peach, First Kid, D3, 101 Dalmatians, Jungle to Jungle, Airbud, Rocket Man, Flubber, mm. <laughs> Parent Trap, A Bug's Life, My Favorite Martian. Tarzan, Inspector Gadget, Toy Story 2. Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's so a wrecking crew. have all that plus everything else they've <clears> ever <throat> made. And like I said, they own National Geographic now, so all those documentaries are going to be on there. For six ninety nine own... a month. Yeah. That's nuts. You can't be upset about that, Jimmy. Yeah, I just have... How many, how, how many accounts can share a password? Uh, they did say there's going to be multiple profiles, so... There we go. Boom. Let's get a six-pack cinema profile. All right. I would be down to split like this big cost with you guys. All right. Two bucks each. We'll Venmo <laughs> each other each week or each month. Yes. We can, awesome. we can handle this. 
But speaking of The Lion King, did you guys see the latest trailer that came out this week? I did. I also saw that you tweeted it out. Good job. I did see this trailer, and the first time I watched it, I was a little weirded out. I think that's the best way to put it. Hmm. And then today I watched The Lion King, uh, the animated The Lion King. Mm-hmm. And then I watched the trailer again, and now I'm very, very excited. Why did, did you, you watch see the <laughs> Did you uh, see the video I tweeted out after the trailer that shows the original full trailer for the animated one and the new one? It's is it is it shot for shot again? Shot for shot again. I fucking hate we, that. We don't need Jimmy's rant again. Let's just <laughs> copy and paste the last one in there. I hate the same uh, exact topic. Sheehan, how do you like all the trained animals that they used in this? It would have been so much better with trained animals. We can all agree on that, right? You're an idiot. No, but it would have been if it was possible. It wasn't possible. So it's not possible to have a jungle's worth of trained animals. Well, if you try hard enough, it's, anything's possible. But I'm, I'm very happy with how it looks. I'm not sold that the the backgrounds are completely CGI. They look really real. It's all CGI. Yeah. It's weird, uh, man. It's really weird. It's how 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 realistic can they get? It's like Homeward Apparently Bound. Very. Like if I have a talking animal, I kind of need it to be a cartoon. <laughs> I know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when they showed Mufasa talking, I was like, "Oh, this is fucking weird." Like that, like that doesn't look real. A talking like, animal it looks sh- too real. Yeah, so real that it's off-putting. Yeah, they've gone too far. I actually <laughs> think that, but I'm excited about it. Uh, Lion King's a good movie. I was just like they- there. There, I was reading today. There are some industry insiders that think this could break two billion. The original Lion King is so good. Mm-hmm. We, I think and this voice cast is also good. It's got Beyonce, which will drive a ton of beehive sales just because it's yeah the beehive. And the most important thing for movies, like to break all these records, is the runway. Like the movie, the weeks after, if there's anything, and it's coming out. I think the the week after is the Quentin Tarantino movie, which is a completely different audience. Mm-hmm. But then there's nothing for like two months. It's gonna be like Disney's The Kid with Bruce Willis. It was the longest-running movie in theaters in the history of cinema. Really? I'm not a fact, More just than... based on my 14-year-old memory. Oh, Jesus Christ. I was going to say, wasn't That's what it doesn't Dances sound with Wolves or whatever it is? Yeah. Dances with Wolves. Yeah, that was great. There was one since we've been recording this that we were like, that's still in theaters? I forgot that was uh, Crazy Rich Asians. Maybe. It was crazy. I hung around forever. So oh. you're saying, so Dave, you said that as soon as Disney movies are released, they will be available on the streaming? Not in theaters, but the day they're like available for you to rent it on Amazon or buy it. Oh, that's not exciting. Well, yeah. It's still that, huge. Like you don't have to rent it or buy it anywhere. It will be on a service you're already paying for. Yes, that's, that's huge. How long is the delay for Netflix and stuff like that? It's like a month. Uh, it, it depends on sometimes like, I feel like deal. it's not that long. I'm like, oh, shit, this is for streaming already. Yeah, but sometimes you go like we go through on demand. You see it's like, oh, wow, this is available. No, nope. whatever. It doesn't help. To buy it, for twenty five ninety nine. It doesn't help us. I thought if we if they were in theaters and streaming at the same time for people that are help. paying for the service, it would really help us as a podcast. I was excited yes. about that. Doesn't help us at all. No, no, it's just an exciting thing. If you don't want to spend money renting things and you love Disney movies. Matilda wasn't on that list, huh? That's shocking. I thought that was a Disney movie. Is it? Is it, I, is it I that, that's not Disney, is it? I don't I'm, think so. I, it's not on no, that list. No, it was list. Paramount. 
So is Paramount now going to make their own streaming service? Is everyone going to do this? I don't think they have the, sure. uh, the catalog to do that. I'm sure everyone's going to try, but I think some will just fail, and then they'll realize they can make more money selling the rights to Netflix or Hulu or whoever. You don't think Paramount has the backlog? I'm sure they do, but like, not like Dis- Disney. Not only has like Disney movies, but they absorb so much shit. Yeah, because Disney is a massive parent company. They have like, they're not going to be on this service. They'll probably all be on Hulu. But that like all of Quentin Tarantino's movies were made mm-hmm. by Miramax, which Disney owns. So eventually, that will be on one of their two streaming services. Just sheer numbers. Paramount would be awesome if they did this. They got a lot of good titles. Adult movies. So yeah. that's exciting. Whoa. Anyone with kids should get Disney because those old Disney movies are better than fucking baby Einstein shit. Ugh. Yeah. That's, that's just, just the worst. Yeah. Baby Einstein's bizarre. I watched it for the first time. It's Oh, crazy. it's wild. <laughs> yeah. I watched it once like a year or two ago with, or I guess it was like three or four years ago. Now, it's like, well, with, it's like watching and it's very terrifying it's like watching cult propaganda it's weird it is like watching cult propaganda (laughs) it's unbelievable because that's what it is is brainwashing babies in a good way like this is a barn understand that this is a barn Mm -hmm. there's a million barns (laughs) just saying the same word over and over again and like they they do the sign language too and there's no no sounds really be in the background except for caucasian like boom Mm -hmm. boom yo when does rocket man come out the elton john uh, movie in a few months, I think. I hmm. think in June. That's been the trailer was out so long ago. I don't know. Actually, you know what? We gotta. We're going a little lengthy here today. All right, it's fine. Wrap it up. Uh, wrap it last up. thing was the Avengers are breaking all the ticketing records. Which this is they, crazy. Yeah. They, well, the first thing is they broke the single day ticket sales in six record hours. in six hours, and then I don't know if you guys saw this, but. Uh, Endgame now has officially sold more pre-sale tickets than Avengers Infinity War, Aquaman, The Last Jedi, and Captain Marvel combined. Are we surprised? Are we supposed to be impressed or surprised? No, no, Jimmy, you're supposed to be impressed by that. That's like this is more tickets wild. than any movie has ever pre-sold ever combined. By yes, like they made seventeen movies, and this is the final 22. one. Twenty-two. Like this is no. If it wasn't the most sold, there's a problem. They've put two but, decades into this. But, I mean, like, at some point, you have to wonder, like, how many seats are there available? Not enough. It's, That's why they pre-sale them. It's crazy. Yeah. I'm not surprised. This is like if in 1980 Olympics, the Soviets won. No one would be surprised. It's because they lost. People started talking about it. Jimmy, but you're, I, I, you're, I, you're I a hater. You just don't realize how many have, like, actually been. So, like, yes, it should beat all the. Like, if it beat any of those individually not surprised Absolutely. the fact Take- that it's all of those combined is astounding i yes. mean this game of thrones season is going to break all the game of thrones records because it's the finale of game of thrones that people have been watching but for this a is decade. At the end of the mcu but like, it's they, not- they have spider-man coming out in two months but it's but a, it, it's it, a it's a climax culmination. or culmination, culmination. Or, yeah. but it, that's it's not going to be like the climax of deadwood sopranos and the wire combined that's wild. I think I think it will. I think Game of Thrones will do that. But add four more into that, and then then you have 
that's, that's what he's, he's saying. It's more than like just Game of Thrones ending. It's like if Game of Thrones, Sopranos, The Wire, Deadwood all ended at the same time and somehow combined their universes. Yeah, it would. It would be like if this didn't break records, that'd be a huge, colossal failure. Okay. All right, Mister. Can't be impressed. Go. <laughs> go away. I'll be, I'll be impressed if something ousted. That would when be they, when Dave Dave sent me this in G chat on like Wednesday and or Tuesday and I'm I'm protesting Dave on, on the internet because he's gonna send me a fucking spoiler and I will not will no not nothing I've sent you has been spoilers although I have wrote you up told my... me you told me you was like hey people on Reddit have figured out the plot link like no I said I think they have <laughs> I'm not gonna whatever but anyways I, I got I got that I saw the headline I was like okay cool and I got up and I told like literally everyone in my cube I was so excited about it it was crazy. Cause it's no, impressive. like we, because I got that article in a company-wide email because we represent like a ton of the. Because it's impressive. Yeah. Jimmy, he's yawning. You asshole. <laughs> not Literally a, yawning. Not <laughs> impressed. All right, let's wrap this up. All right, so movies coming out this weekend. Uh, some movie called After. I looked it up. It doesn't look good. Had never heard of it. It's got a forty-five percent. So who cares? Uh, Hello, boys, coming out. Little, another one I don't know. Missing Link. And then the perfect date on Netflix. Hellboy being trashed in reviews. It's like nine percent right now. It's I feel so bad. Yeah, it's brutal. I mean, nobody deserves a nine percent. Mother did. We gave him thirteen. I know. That That's terrible. Nice. All right. So on that one, we're uh, we're gonna leave you. And so check us out on Monday. We're reviewing um, American Animals. Like, sh- like, share, subscribe to all your friends. Uh, follow us on ex- at Six Pack Cinema at <laughs> Instagram and Twitter. We'll see you on Monday. <laughs> <laughs>